Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I want to talk about denial. Denial is a defense mechanism that is employed by most of us, really, to deny the things about ourselves that we do not want to face. All of us have things that we would rather not face, deal with, and to a certain degree, to a certain percentage, we are in a denial state. It becomes a very intrusive and dysfunctional defense mechanism in the case of, let's say, a narcissist who is trying to deny the reality of their situation. Narcissistic abusers live out of a false sense of self, so they're denying anything that has to do with their true self, mostly because the true self is drenched in shame, guilt, humiliation, anger, and any feeling that was essentially uh, imparted on them from the abuse that they endured. Anything that, anything that comes into the narcissist's reality that reminds them of their true feelings, that, that person needs to either be denied or removed, discarded. So anything that is going to trigger the, the true self and the truth is considered the enemy and needs to be either destroyed, removed, punished, you name it. Narcissists lock all their negative feelings into a certain box in their mind. They lock the, lock the, the chest, throw the key in the ocean, and they absolutely want nothing to do with these true this, these true feelings, these shamed feelings. The problem is, is that you can't deny aspects of yourself because no matter where you go, there you are. So what the narcissist does is they take these negative feelings and project them onto victims and then punish and dis- humiliate and destroy the victims in order to destroy that aspect of themselves within. So they're on a lifelong journey and request to destroy the, the true self and by, by pro- <clears throat> excuse me, by projecting the true self onto victims and then making them pay for it, this is where you see the narcissist projecting onto, let's say, children or partners the aspects of themselves and then punishing and narcissistically abusing the partners the same way they were abused themselves. Anyone who lives in a state of denial uh, lives in a sort of an ideal state, in a fantasy world that is far removed from reality, from truth. They cannot handle anything that reminds them of these, of truth, of the of the true feelings, um, because if the, if anything, anybody, anything is in their awareness that does remind them of their truth, this brings down the illusion, and ultimately they're left with what reality is telling them, which is not a very pretty sight. So in this case, they need constant reinforcement. They need supply. They need people around them to remind them that this false denial state is, in fact, true. Anybody who states the truth, anybody who wants to change the narcissist or anybody who wants to remind the narcissist of reality is labeled the enemy and therefore punished. Therefore, it needs to be seen as other and is usually scapegoated and discarded is considered insubordinate and ultimately they are they the narcissist has a right to punish them because they feel slighted they feel like they're being disrespected so if you do confront a narcissist about their behavior they oftentimes you will turn into the enemy and you will be uh, labeled the 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 abuser and you will be needed to punish because you're the one who caused them their hurts when in reality you're not doing anything you're just re- reflecting back what their state of existence is a person who lives in denial will want to st- will constantly want to be innocent. So if you come to them and say, "Hey, you know, you did this and this wrong," they will always need to defend, deflect, deny. The victim mentality or the innocent state allows them to constantly get away with this state of denial. They can abuse, mistreat others, and they're always the victim. They're offended by the truth. Um, and they will ultimately think that whoever, again, whoever is coming along with the reality of the situation is considered the enemy. 
if you if you hold them accountable, if you try to prove them wrong, if you tell them, hey, you did something wrong, it's not so much as you did something wrong as you are telling me that my reality, my denial state is needs to come down and that can't be. So it's narcissists can never be told they're wrong, uh, even if to some degree they might even want to believe and know they're wrong because being wrong is tentament to murder, is tentament to death, it's tentament to the illusion falling away. And therefore, it cannot kind of happen. It cannot be this way. And they need to label you the enemy and they need to destroy their whoever it is in front of them that's trying to reflect back to them that they are in fact wrong. Narcissists, like I said, live in the state of denial. They will, den- they will defend the denial. They will defend the lie until death. They will sacrifice loved ones to the, to the denial state. Uh, truth to them is death. So incidentally, they will often use truth to cover their lies. They're extremely conniving insidious and oftentimes will come across as very truthful, but in reality, they're masking the lie with a half-truth or manipulated truth to make it more believable. And this is extremely deceiving, which is why the covert narcissist is oftentimes uh, very well-spoken. They're very well uh, aware of scripture. They're very well aware of the truth because they can use the truth to manipulate and hide the true intentions. And ultimately, this is why covert narcissism is so extremely lethal because the true intentions are abuse, mistreatment, psychological murder and warfare, uh, and ultimately uh, destroying people. So this denial state of narcissists and the way they deny their victims any ability to express themselves. And this is where you see parents specifically denying their children any ability to speak their truths denying them to express their emotions. Victims of narcissistic abuse are often wildly suppressed, emotionally speaking, and because of the fact that the narcissist cannot handle any honest truth connection, any honest emotions, any truths, and therefore victims are oftentimes forced to stuff down their negative feelings, I'm sorry, stuff down any feeling, stuff down their truth and the reality of the situation, making this form of abuse so incredibly damaging. I want to offer some advice to anyone who has been a victim of narcissistic abuse, but even to narcissistically injured people who may have narcissistic tendencies or have are being narcissistically abusive. Oftentimes, if you're a child of a narcissist or you have been in a narcissistically abusive relationship for a very long time, you may come to believe that this is normal. Uh, and therefore, you may adopt a state of denial, not really understanding that it is a state of denial. So the first step to kind of Indo- non, or I should say, like unindoctrinating yourself and removing, uh, for lack of a better word, or removing the brainwashing, removing the lies, removing the denial state, is first of all get in touch with your feelings because your feelings don't lie. If you have a feeling and you're denying your feeling, when we say denial, we say denying. We, we're referring to is denial of your true feelings. So in order to uncover the denial state, you have to get in touch with your true feelings. This is not an easy process because our true feelings are usually full of shame. Oftentimes, if you're a victim of narcissistic abuse, anger, hurt, hate, rage, shame, and this is not necessarily uh, exclusive to narcissists. The victims of narcissists may have a lot of these feelings, have a no idea what to do with them, and ultimately they may adopt a denial state as well. So it's important to allow your feelings to come to the surface and let them tell the story. Uh, this is, again, not an easy process, but we have to feel our feelings. We have to feel it if we're going to get in touch with the truth of what happened to us. Work through the lies. 
uh, see how the lies were placed there, see what the, the, the purpose of the lies were, see the love bombing, the brainwashing, see why they were placed there, why the narcissist wanted you to believe these lies, what was in it for them. When you do this, you can see the purpose of it. You can also see how it was a lie and ultimately remove it from what you believe to be true. It's imperative to come out of the denial state and question everything. Even the truths that the narcissist said are coming from a place of deception is imperative to question everything. Again, not an easy process because to a certain degree, could it be possible that every single thing the narcissist said was, was, was from a state of, of, of deception and lies? Well, the answer is yes. Um, and it's important to identify this because if we believe 30% of what the narcissistic abuser said, well, we're still in a sense brainwashed because everything they said was coming from a place of trying to deflect, deceive, remove accountability, and remove you from your reality, of your situation, of your truths. Lastly, it's imperative to face the truths of your own past. This is where the healing journey is imperative. If you're a victim of narcissistic abuse, chances are you have a wound of childhood that needs to be faced, which you are in fact denying to yourself. This is not uncommon mostly because the, the, we most people repress certain wounding experiences of childhood. It's, it's important to not only understand the denial state that you are living in as a victim of narcissistic abuse, but also of your past and of your truth of who maybe your parents or your family of origin was narcissistic. So it's important to face that as well. Uh, chances are you are living in a denial unconscious of the truths. Now, denial isn't necessarily something that's perpet it's, uh, perpetrating. It could be simply a defense mechanism that removes from your from your reality the truths in or because it's too painful. In this in this way, you're simply unconscious to it, not necessarily in denial of it. Uh, mostly, it's not a choice. It actually happened without your choosing. You simply your mind did it for you. Your body, as a way of protecting yourself, as a way of surviving, removed it from your reality so you can then focus on uh, simply being alive and not being overwhelmed by these negative past uh, experiences. So I hope this podcast resonated with you. If you did, if it did, please feel free to like it and share it. I want to offer you a free 15 minute consultation. Please do reach out. My email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I offer a therapy, uh, mode of therapy called the mind map. This is something uh, that is a system of therapy designed by Dr. Judy Rosenberg, who, uh, craft wonderfully crafted a system to help you identify your wounds of childhood wounds of past relationships heal and paradigm shift you into a healthy way of living uh ultimately coming out of this denial state so you can face your reality and ultimately live a life in truth where you're centered aligned and ultimately fulfilled and happy um, we offer a free PDF of Dr. Rosenberg's book, Be the Cause, Healing Human Disconnect, which goes through the whole mind map system. So if you do reach out, I'd be happy to offer that to you as well. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. All the best.